Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome in to Best on the Board. It is Tuesday, July the 12th. Michael Beller and Nick Roke here with you taking a look at uh, the final Tuesday before the All-Star break in the All-Star game. A week from today we'll be talking about the All-Star game, but today we are talking about a nice chock-full 16-game MLB slate, the usual 15 Plus a doubleheader between the Guardians and the White Sox. We've got two picks apiece for you. Nick, what's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, I was, I don't know if you noticed, but I was trying to get the nickname Baller Beller to stick. I should have asked. Uh. I maybe should have asked you. But it no, didn't, it's good. it didn't work. So, uh, it didn't, it's it could just work. like, maybe. I, I might revisit <laughs> this. But I, currently, you are going to be Michael Total Bases Beller. Yes. Which is much more appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're now total bases Beller. Yes, I love that. I can totally get on board with that. Uh, well, I've heard Baller in the past, but total bases is new, so that's great. Spoiler alert: Total bases yeah. Beller is going to bring some total bases today. <laughs> I'm just guessing. Also, at some point, you should probably you should probably give our overall records this season. Like, not that I'm real eager to know my record, <laughs> but I know you're very on the pro- on the plus side, so... Eh, a little, a little, and that is true. I am going to be bringing a couple more total base plays uh, because, hey, why the hell not? Uh, I've gone 4-0 and in total base plays over the last four ep- or last two episodes, excuse me, so might as well keep those rolling. I- I've got the total records right here, so I can drop them. I do. We always tweet out uh, with the episode. We tweet out a fun little graphic that has our picks on it, and our records are there, but Nick brought to my attention that I haven't really shared them on the show. You can definitely follow us on Twitter, follow at the Athletic FS, uh, and that's where you're going to be able to see those, but... Uh, for the record, our records are as follows. I'm 31-27-3. I am up .38 units on the season. So it's been a grind into mid-July to get to that 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 little <laughs> bitty bit of a profit for me. Nick, you're 13-19. and 19, You're down 6.92 units on the season. So that's where we stand. We have a couple of episodes left before the All-Star break. So... Let's, you know, I can easily stay profitable. You can probably get back to maybe not um, just given the way we make our picks. You're not going to get back to 500 before the all-star break, but you've got a couple of plus bets here. So you could maybe get back to at least even on the season through the first half. So let's do it. And let's, let's not only get into it here. Let's not only get to one of those plus bets. Let's get to your biggest plus bet of the day. We actually both have plays on this game. Mets and Braves, huge series in the NL East. The Mets are plus 150. On the money line, they're throwing David Peterson on the other side. Here's why they're such a big uh, underdog when you are the New York Mets. Spencer Strider, what a find he has been for the Braves this year. He's taking the ball for Atlanta, but you're back in the Mets. Let's hear the argument. Well, yeah, again, let, let's, you know, I love to back into picks. Uh, and mostly, I just yes. wanted to be involved in this game. This is great baseball. Uh, Mets and Braves, this is going to play out all season. It's, it's, they, they are playing great games. It's very entertaining. Uh, even if you don't, have a stake in this game uh, or in this series this year. Uh, it's it's good baseball. It's really good baseball. You can't always say that uh, for for every game in a season. Um, I see a lot of bad baseball personally, but uh, this is good. <laughs> this is good baseball. Um, so I kind you know like I kind of mostly just wanted to sort of be involved in this game. And again, backing into it, the Braves right now are. They might be what over the last ten days, two weeks, the second best team in baseball. They're playing really well. Um, it, it, you know, they did that thing like they did last year, where they started off kind of slow uh, in the season, but then all of a sudden it clicked, and 
and you could tell you could tell that they were a sleeping giant even when they were even when they were sub 500 you could tell they were not a sub 500 team and anyway they're back to being the Braves they're very good their bullpen is starting to become healthy um and 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 whole again and like you said Spencer Schrider is pitching really well Spencer Schrider in his in his last like several starts let's see 12 strikeouts against the Cardinals uh 11 strikeouts against the Reds he he struck out 11 Nationals, seven Dodgers. When he faced the Dodgers, he struck out seven. Uh, he's pitching really well. Um, however, the Mets uh, are specifically built to withstand strikeout pitchers. They they have the second lowest strikeout rate, I think, in all of baseball. They have the the third best or the second best uh, on base percentage in all of baseball. Uh, that's a team that gets on base. It's built to get on base and it's built to withstand. This era of, of high strikeout pitchers, uh, especially come, come the playoffs. I mean, that's the idea anyway. Uh, we're going to have to see it play out in a, in when games get short in the playoffs, but right now they're doing it exactly how they drew it up and, and it's working really well for them. Uh, I t- like honestly, if I, if, you know, if I was, ma- you know, without any, without any algorithms working, uh, for me, if I had to like set a line for this game, I'd say it's a toss up, but, because there's because the Braves are such or because the because the Mets are such oddly such weird dogs in this game, um, even though they're you know I know they're pitching David Peterson who's not one of their better pitchers but uh, he it's not like he he's bad um, at plus one fifty the Mets in this game just because of how they're built and how they're how they're able to withstand the best that another pitcher can bring. I like the Mets in this game. It's a it's a great it's a great game. It's a great series. Uh, but the like, let's not dismiss the Mets here. They've been a better team for longer this season, even if the Braves have been better lately. And you know, in the long run, that that'll catch up. Like the the Mets are that good. And you know, when you look at a single game, I think even even though we're we're focusing real tight on a single game, I like the Mets in this game. Yeah, my play is on the Mets side of things. I'm not interested in betting the game because of uh, just how quality both of these teams are. And I feel like I'm rolling the dice a little bit on my total base play for this game. I do get a plus 135, however, on Brandon Nimmo going over one and a half bases. And so that is why I ultimately uh, say yes to this and hit the button, do whatever, get that bet in at plus 135. It's the price that pushes it over the top for me. There are a lot of those contextual factors working in Nimmo's favor. When you're just taking, when you strip the context, I guess, yeah, so strip the context, forget about the contextual factors and just strip out uh, the actual hitter against the actual pitcher and some things you look for when you're talking about total bases. Someone who hits at or toward the top of the order, of course, we've got that in Brandon Nimmo, Mets everyday leadoff man, a team that is on the road, The Mets are on the road in this game, so you figure at least four, maybe five plate appearances. You like that when you're trying to play total bases. So boom, boom, you've got that going there. It's a lefty-righty matchup for Brandon Nimmo, at least when Spencer Strider is on the mound, so he does have the the platoon advantage, excuse me. And he's been better against right-handed pitching this season, slashing 275, 354, 434 uh, against righties. Uh, That comes down a bit to 269, 356, 435 uh, for the full season. So uh, you like that. 
I do fear a swing and miss pitcher like Spencer Strider when you're talking about needing to make contact. But that's something Brandon Nimmo does very well. Doesn't strike out a lot. Doesn't swing and miss a lot. His walk rate is way down this season compared with years past, which maybe isn't great for the Mets, but is good for us when we're trying to hit total base bets. There's a reason this is plus 135 for a guy who hits leadoff in a very good lineup and has been a good leadoff man for years. It's because it's a tough matchup. It's because it's a tough spot. But I still like that. Putting it all together, I think Brandon Nimmo goes over the one and a half total bases, or at least I feel good about getting plus 135, and I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, he's going over one and a half bases, but everything added up with that plus 135, it's a gamble I'm willing to take. Batter pitcher matchups historically, they they can be deceiving when you're when you're going uh-huh. for like an individual bet. They're, it's it's uh, static, uh, but they've only faced these two. I'll, I'll mention it anyway. These two have only faced each other twice. And uh, Nimmo is one for two and hit a home run. Against, oh wow! Against Spencer Strider, and that was I didn't last, even know that. That was last year. But again, like I don't, you don't, you know, you 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 want to strip strip the context. That's that's not even context. So it's not even hard to strip yeah. the context. But yeah, I, I'm 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 with you here. The the again the Mets. That's what they do. They get they they make contact and they get on base. I, I like your bet. It's a fun matchup because of that, because this is a a team that does make a lot of contact, get on base, and then make havoc happen when they are doing that against a guy who has been, if not the very best, one of the best swing and miss pitchers that has been in the majors all season. So it should be a good matchup, a whole lot of fun. You and I both uh, sitting here back in the Mets in one way or another against the Braves and Spencer Strider. All right, Nick, your second pick of the episode takes us to the surging Dodgers. I guess the Dodgers are pretty much all like, can you actually be surging when you're just always awesome or is it just like a constant flow is it looks like the niagara falls of baseball with yeah, the los angeles dodgers it's funny because you see you've seen i don't know if you if you pay attention to things like power rankings which are not scientific in any way whatsoever but if you pay attention uh-huh. to them like uh you've maybe seen the dodgers slip a little bit uh i think it's because some other teams just started playing well like the braves like the mets yeah, sure. um but it, the dodgers haven't Really, they haven't really cratered in any way. They haven't really dipped. No. They've been very consistent, but but they've won nine of their last ten. They're they're back to playing really well now. Like again, we're going to strip some context out of this too. But um, you know, they're nine out of ten. They've won nine out of ten. They swept the Cubs in four games. Not not you know, obviously Cubs yeah. aren't like some great team. They swept the Rockies again, not a great team in any way whatsoever, but they did win two or three against the Padres. They're picking on some bad teams lately, but like, frankly, no, right. That's what good teams do. Um, now, frankly, like, yes, the Cardinals are, are a better team than the Cubs. They're a better team than Mm -hmm. the Rockies. Hold on, hold on. You cut me off. Let me set this up for you. Let me set this up really quick. Just give you the matchup here. Dodgers and Cardinals is the matchup, the uh, ho-hum 56-29 and 29 Dodgers against a Cardinals team that has uh, certainly seen better days in this season and of late. It's been a rough road for the Cardinals. So you've got Dodgers, you've got Cardinals, you've got Mitch White for the Dodgers, you've got Matthew Liberatore for the Cardinals. Now take it away, Nick. What is the play for you? Yeah, no, and I like, I well, I mean, the, the Dodgers are a better team, but yes. uh li- Looking for some value in this game, like how much better are they than the Cardinals right now is the question. Uh, I think that they are at least a run and a half better than the Cardinals in this <laughs> game, even though they're pitching Mitch White, um, who's not, again, not one of their better pitchers, um, but is doing really well for them though lately. Yes. Um, I, 
all my my bet that the the Dodgers beat the Cardinals by more but by at least two runs. Uh, you get plus money here. It's plus one hundred five on this bet. Uh, so it's a little bit. You get a smidge. You get a smidge of value here. But um, the the Cardinals are not playing well lately. Uh, now, how good they really are overall this season uh, is a question to be determined. I think going forward, but they what they're they're four and six in their last ten. They've played some tough teams. They lost three or four to the Braves. Um, they're they struggled against the Phillies uh, in a way. I guess they split basically two series against the Phillies, uh, but they're not on the like. Let's be honest, they're not on the same page as the Dodgers. They're not on the same level as the Dodgers. Uh, even in St. Louis, where it's tough to score runs, uh, this Dodgers team is a. They're a monster run scoring team. And they, so what, they need to score more than, they need to, they need to win by at least two runs. I think that's very in the car. That's very in the cards for the Dodgers. I did not mean to do that. That's embarrassing. (laughs) But the the Dodgers are that, right now the Dodgers are that much better than the Cardinals. I think it's a really safe bet, actually. Yeah, this uh, this feels right too. And Mitch White coming off a a, a really nice uh, outing in his uh, last trip to the mound. It was a soft landing spot, but still threw the ball well, got into the sixth inning, and this Dodgers team, man, it's like they just have these guys, right? They just have Mitch White's lying around and Tony Gonsolins and Dustin Mays and Ross Striplings. Like just going back year after year, they just died like, oh, oh, three of our starters are injured. All right, well we can throw Mitch White in there and he'll give us a three three ERA and a one one five whip for like six starts and then our guys will get healthy. So who cares? It's like they've, unbelievable. Unbelievable they've been the one depth of- yeah, they've been one of the most injured teams in baseball, and yet they're still one of the best. They can make a full line change, and they're still one of the better teams in the. It's ridiculous. Uh, now they haven't they haven't played the Cardinals this year. This is the first game against the. So I mean, this is the start of their season series. But come on, they're that much better than the Cardinals. They're two runs better than the Cardinals right now, as we say. All you really need them to be is two runs better than the Cardinals tonight, and you'll be feeling good about that play. I'm going to wrap things up with one more total base play, and it's going to have a lot of similar themes. I'm looking to a leadoff man on the road. Who is that leadoff man? It's Christian Yelich leading off for the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers going up against the Twins and Josh Winder. It has not been uh, the uh, Yelich of old. It has been basically a carbon copy of what we were generously calling something of a rebound season in 2021 but Christian Yelich making plenty of contact one and a half total bases will pay out at plus 105 tonight and so I like that I I just I feel like uh leadoff man on the road he's going to get to the plate plenty of times here like the plus 105 that's attached to his name and Yelich uh, has been hitting for a decent amount of power on the season nine homers so it's not like I need him to get a couple of hits here this is certainly something he could do with one swing of the bat and so I'll ride that plus 105 wave I'll ride the total bases wave and I uh, hope that Christian Yelich can uh, keep me looking good in that department later tonight just strength se- a strength season for Christian Yelich. I this is not a regression. I think he's I think it's a slump, really for him. Even if it's like a season and a half long slump, it, this is not just this is not the like the end of Christian Yelich in my opinion. But uh, it's been strange kind of to see. But he's DHing a lot. We don't know the lineups yet, but he has mm-hmm. been DHing a lot. Um, and I think that I mean that helps if you can. Fo- you know, players like to play. They want to be in the field. I get it. Uh, and then they DH and they find that. Focusing on on only their at bats in a game can be really helpful. Um, you know, like if he ends up being a DH, I think that's even more reason why he can why he can he can take the over on your total bases total bases Beller. 
<laughs> we'll hopefully see that continue to roll here. Nimmo and Yelich, my plays over one and a half bases. You've got Mets plus 150 in Atlanta. Dodgers laying that run line. That gets you plus 105 against the Cardinals. A uh, bunch of good games right there. I mean, Mets, Braves, Dodgers, Cardinals. Could see all four of those teams in the playoffs on the National League side of the bracket. And those are our favorite plays for today's 16-day, 16-game, excuse me, MLB slate. That will wrap things up for this episode of Best on the Board. For Nick Groke, I am Michael Beller. Thanks so much for listening. Good luck. Happy betting. We'll talk to you soon. Later. Later.